welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. Each week it's games, news, and more from the classics to the current gen as we explore gaming's infinite ever-changing landscape. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. kind of hinted that I had uh, uh, quite the interesting topic to start us off with this week. However, there are a few other things I need to uh, <laughs> talk about before that, that I was like, you know what, this has to be first. So, there is a service, Apple Arcade, I'm sure you've heard of it, that's like a $5 a month thing where you play like iOS games that are like um, exclusive. And I forgot that existed. I totally, that's still around? People, yeah, it's still around. Is mobile and they give gaming games all the time? Is mobile gaming a thing still? Like, is that still a thing? So with Apple Arcade, there there's no like microtransactions and stuff, but like people still are playing like, you know, Sonic Dash with in Mario Kart Tour with. And I I, I looked at Mario Kart Tour the other day. It, it, it the prices are are wild. Mm-hmm. But um, Apple Arcade has more like fully fledged mobile games or some of them feel like mobile games that have the microtransaction aspect like cut out of it um but that's neither here nor there but there is a animal crossing like that just dropped on the um the apple arcade a hello kitty island adventure it's a real game now it didn't it didn't used to be a real game um it was it was a it was a thing on on south park it was wait is, was it not real? No, it's real now. Well, like, it wasn't real before then. Like, the, when South no. Park name dropped it, it wasn't real? No, it was oh, something wow. that was made up. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, I, I, I played it for, like, five minutes because I do have a subscription trial for Apple Arcade. I'm like, oh, I like Animal Crossing. I'm not super big into, like, the Sanrio characters or anything. Um, it was surprising to see a Gretz go in there and everything. But I just had to remark upon how hilarious the beginning of this game was because they're on a plane flying to the island and the plane is gonna crash so literally the beginning of the hello kitty game is that all of them have to jump out of the plane and use balloons to float down into the island i wonder what i mean you know what this reminds me of borderlands 2 when you have to get off the train and that's how the game starts off by uh train oh, wreckage God. <laughs> yeah kind of like that i was like this is surprisingly intense for a <laughs> Hello like it, Kitty game. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's. I think that's, I guess, kind of the norm now, where like it's a cutesy thing, but then it it has extreme elements like that. But I want. But now, then you get down to the island, and you're like, okay, go pick up this box for my Melody, so that she can give you a, a present to give to every one of the people that are on the island now. <laughs> now, now I want to know what are the games start off with like a crash of a of a vehicle in the sense of like how borderlands it starts off with the uh train crash and now this with the they have to eject from their airplane to land on an island well uncharted 2 is a train crash in the beginning mm-hmm. um but it's kind of in medias res where um the, the game of course goes back to how we got to this point and the train actually happens in the middle of the game but the train part does start the game out uh-huh. um so that's that's an example i can think of it's like he, he wakes up and he's like oh no i'm climbing up this train um <laughs> But yeah, it, it's a it's a good thing to ponder over. Like, I, I just want to bring it up real quickly because I thought it was like funny. It's not the thing that we're gonna talk about here in a second. Um, mm. but like, I was playing it for about 10, five ten minutes. Playing on a phone is is hard for me. It always has been. I don't like moving my finger on the touch screen in, in lieu of like a, a stick or something. So it's mm. like I, I can't see myself playing this unless I use a controller or like this feels like a perfect game that they could put on the Switch at some point. Um, it's essentially Animal Crossing. I think the frame rate is better than Animal Crossing. So um, plus it's like a marketable IP like Hello Kitty. So so this Hello Kitty game is like an Animal Crossing game. Yes, it's got a lot of similarities to Animal Crossing where you're like talking to the you're giving them gifts you're i'm assuming there's like a building and decorating aspect to it but i didn't play long enough to like get into it like i've been looking for something chill to play and Uh apple has been advertising me to 
to this game for like a month now. So I'm like, I'll try it. I like it. But it's the mobile game. It's playing on my phone. That's uncomfortable for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to touch on real quick is that like, I told you, man, we we are recording. It is still July when we are recording this. And like the day after we recorded last week's episode, I found Halloween candy corn at Walmart and picked some of it up. I'm telling you, the Halloween candy is already up. (laughs) You know, spirits already up. At least the sign. They're already put it up. Oh, my God. So probably around like mid to late August, they'll have the store pretty stocked up with everything they're going to have out for Halloween. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, spirit is a halloween store that comes up around this time and (laughs) it's not a worldwide like chain thing i'm not sure actually that is like it might be but like some people might not have heard of it It, it's a halloween only store and a lot of times they'll put them in where other stores have been like a store that's no longer there will (laughs) Um, become a spirit it's a meme (laughs) i think it's owned by spencer's i think spencer's is, is is the company that starts it I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I don't I know that so. for sure, but I yeah, almost like, wouldn't be surprised because it seems here's they, the thing. they seem very similar to me. It's, <laughs> it's either Spencer or Hot Topic, and I don't think it's Hot Topic because I don't they think own it's Hot Box Topic. Lunch. So it has to be Spencer. Yeah. I think just by elimination alone of that, it must be Spencer. I believe that's what I read. If not, uh, I'm probably read i misread something but i believe that's where that's why like how could like spirit be in business for so long when they only celebrate out of like one month of the year is because it's not its own company it's owned by a much bigger corporation i feel like this could be a bit where i'm like and so for our listeners who don't know spencer's is a <laughs> clothing store slash gift shop that has anime stuff and horror themed stuff. Probably some gaming stuff. Probably. <laughs> yeah, there's some gaming stuff in there. Um, I've bought a few wallets from them back when I used a, a bifold wallet. But um, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. I do have an interesting topic for us to start on, and we'll do it after intro because intro has <laughs> intro turned into something else here for a second. <laughs> as as always. <laughs> Uh, welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. It's a weekly podcast gaming adventure where we're going to return to a game we haven't talked about in depth for about 101 episodes. I went back today and uh, checked. Um, but before we get started, my name is Daniel and I'm here as always with my good friend and co-host, the one and only Robert. And the question remains true. Hey, Ben. Um, I've lost track of time, honestly. I don't know. It's just like... I sit. It's because of the heat. I'm telling you. It is because it's too hot to do anything. I'm not a summer guy. I am spring, fall, even winter. I can deal with winter. We don't get like extreme winter where we're at. It's very like snow is such a rare occurrence that it's just very cold and windy. So winter is very easy for us at least. But summer is too hot to do anything. I sit down, I'm hot. I lay down, I'm hot. I'm in an AC room and it's still too hot. So I just don't want to do anything. Uh, but yeah, I've I feel like much... this year has been exceptionally hot. You know what? I would say that, but I don't think so. I think it's been the same as it's. I think it's every year that always says that. It's always, oh man, it's it's, hot. it's not as hot. like it's much harder this year than it was last year. But I don't think so. I think people just forget. It feels like how a Pacific really Rim was. thing where it's always like every every monster that comes out is always the biggest one yet. And yeah. it's like, oh, it's the summer. It's the hottest one yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a, but it's like I think you forgot how hot it was last time, especially like spring i remember this spring was pretty pretty chill and easy last spring i remember being like extremely hot but that going on besides the point i've lost all track of time i did finish god of war uh i'll probably you know clean up you know clean up time on that but uh other than that uh nothing really different uh i already know how you've been this week but i'm gonna ask you the same question how about you how have you been this week uh if i had to use one word to describe the way i've been this week it is stressed Mm-hmm. Also, I have like been trying to. I've had such a gaming fatigue, and it's not because I don't want to play games. It's because there are so many choices, and I'm looking for a flavor. Um, mm-hmm. I say this a lot of time with like fast food, because every now and then I'll go grab something to eat. But it's like I'm always saying I'm looking for a certain flavor, and I know what that flavor is. But it's like, is there another flavor? Like, I know exactly what the flavor I want is. I know exactly Ooh. what game I want to play. But Ooh. I don't want to play it right now. <laughs> Speak, speaking of flavor, I got more of that Baja Blast, like cranberry, like 
uh, Splash or whatever it is called, the new Mountain Dew, like Baja Blast Cranberry. Is it the red one yes. or the purple the one? The red one. That okay, the delicious. red one is good. The guava one? Mm-hmm. The purple one I didn't like. The dragon fruit one? Uh-huh. I haven't tried it yet, but I really like the the new the red one. I'm pretty sure it's cranberry or or, or guava, whatever it's, it it's guava. Is guava? It's still good. I like yeah. it. But yeah, uh, I like that too. Yes, but uh, yeah, I already know how you've been this week, but still, yeah, it's been, it's been. I feel you kind of in the sense of saying like it's just like I I sit around. And it's just like time is either slow or really fast, and I just don't know what. Like I'm just like I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah, it's been a week. It, it, like thankfully. What has come out of this is that I have an extensive list of games <laughs> to talk about over the coming weeks to where I could literally just sit down and play Midnight Suns for a couple weeks and try to, you know, get into that without having to worry about having something to talk about because I've got tons to talk about. When mm-hmm. We will not, we will keep chipping away at this list um, probably for like a couple months. So expect a lot of like different and interesting things to be talked about um, on here for a while. But anyway. We've got a game to talk about today, mm-hmm. but I did promise uh, a topic. It was going to be the intro, but like like I said, <laughs> maybe it'd be better as a segment. So before we mm-hmm. get started on our, 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 on our games, there is a writers and actors uh, strike going okay. on. Yeah. So I don't exactly want to name um, the shows that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So like... It, like I don't want to say the names because that feels almost like I'd be like advertising it. So it's like, mm-hmm. you, you'll you know what I'm talking about. There is a show that recently ended. It ran for many years. It, it's uh, a, a show that's similar to like a Left for Dead or uh, Back for Blood. I'm sure you know the show that I'm talking about. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. Okay. That show ended after like 11 seasons. And yeah. I was like I I knew that there was already a spin-off of of two of the characters from that show. Yeah. And I saw from Comic-Con that there is another spin-off coming with another two characters from that show. Now, tell me I was watching the trailer for an upcoming superhero themed movie um the other day on YouTube and what popped up <laughs> next to that was a trailer for yet another spin-off of that show starring one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And I was like there's at least three spinoffs of characters coming out from this show that ended like the show didn't even end. Oh, man. Because there was a writer's strike back in 2008, right? Or 2009? Yeah. I remember... 2008, it's seven? Something like that, because I remember This it... was when that show Heroes kind of tanked because of the writer's strike. I also, I think... Like, supposed to the be the next big thing. I think the second Transformers film also got pretty hit bad by that. I Maybe. believe it's either two or three, but it's it's one of those. But it can't go, be three. Three is really good. <laughs> yeah, so it, it has to be two. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff is getting pushed back, but I don't really mind. I really don't. It's because no, no, I don't. If, I don't yeah. mind either. The strike is important, like we said. Yeah, last it, week. people should get what they you know want out of their creation, and no matter what it could be. But yeah, if people want to say hey you know blah 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 da 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 and you know they want they, they can do all they want it's just i know some people are going to be maybe a little upset that some things are getting pushed back or they stopped filming like i know one project they completely stopped filming and one was pushed back indefinitely because you yeah. know everything's going on but when when even like the actors are also putting in they're like yeah we need to you know be behind these people who write the things that we that also give us you know work and pay that we're all part of the same team yeah they, they i i don't mind sacrificing you know a show or a, a movie because now instead of them filling up a certain show or movie i think they're more accepting of we'll just push it back i think people are will, will wait more on just pushing back a show instead of just filling it with stuff that you know will not be written well or taking the story forward and it's just and there's so many stuff that you can still watch that's from back in the day there's plenty but you of know stuff it would watch. be great though is what? if the studios started paying the writers and actors oh yeah <laughs> yeah i think you can't act until you have a script and obviously you don't have a script until you get people who write for it and that's yes. just the, how to the- start paying those writers fairly it's like it's, that's just how the chain works and if if you think you can like outsource something like that 
it's just it's it's like they're kind of i guess over it they're kind of done with it and so if you know how are they want to do what they want with the writing strike i'm for it yeah yeah switching gears here the what i wanted to bring up regarding this is this show is giving like every character a spinoff as if the show never ended so i was like okay so what if a game (laughs) got i mean medicare's solid supporting well yeah i was like metal gear solid does metal gear rising yeah but like what if they had metal gear solid uh meryl's adventure or (laughs) (laughs) metal gear solid a uh gray fox origin story Um, i mean there was a there was a daryl video game for for the ps3 and xbox 360 yeah. The survival, um, whatever it's called. I was just something. thinking of like all the like. What if they did Devil May Cry, but it's V's story. <laughs> V's, um, I wonder what. Uh, I mean, Knuckles has his own spinoff. Shadow has his own spinoff. That's why I was thinking Knuckles. Like has a that's a thing that got Shadow spun off. Um, um, Shadow the Hedgehog. Luigi Wario had a whole series. He had a whole Wario Land. Donkey but we got to think more obscure than that. Like, who's a character that think. would that should not get a game? Like Lanky Kong. Chunky oh, Kong. a Lanky Kong game would actually be weird to think. Like, if... <laughs> because here's the thing. Dixie and Diddy had... Obviously, Diddy had his own game, and it worked, though, because it's still part of the franchise. But imagine if, like, it's Cranky Kong's adventure or something. I don't know. That would be weird, too. Because you... Yeah. You at least need... I think you at least need the three, which is Donkey, Diddy, or Dixie. I think with any of those three in the game, it's a Donkey Kong game. I think if you do... Any everyone else besides those three, it's just like it's its own spinoff thing. It's not the same thing. Oh, oh it's like a uh, God, Resident, Resident Evil. There could be a whole ge- Ratchet and Clank. Clank had like his a own Captain game. game or yeah. something. Clank had his own game. That's why. I was thinking God of War, Atreus. Atreus to start. You know, there's people who actually would want that. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't because I think god of war is kratos a story and no obviously won't no spoilers but how god of war ends ragnarok it's kratos a story it's the story of of the man yes. who was crowned god of war that's why i've told you like that's why like i know <laughs> it was perceived as spoilers like months mm-hmm. ago when when i had told you about some things but i'm like no keep playing this game to the end like seriously it'll all make sense it's yeah. not what you think it is <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not no. setting up certain things that you think will happen because they happened in another triple a game like the year before <laughs> what if uh there's um, a a shy guy video game oh dude see that's what i'm talking about that's like weird shy things. guy adventures or like there could be a wiggler video game you know the worm oh, from man. mario <laughs> worm from mario um, or there could be Mario, Birdo's Adventure. I don't like how I toss on Adventure to all these things. Like, ad- like some of these things <laughs> legitimately sound like our I old mean, Nintendo Direct what, rumors. What other game would they be? It's, what, it's it's Shy Guy's game where he files his, his tax returns for the year. That's the game where he has to and then turn <laughs> it in. Like, yeah, it has to be an adventure game. Well, I feel like like the same can be said for like Final Fantasy, where there's just a treasure trove of supporting characters. Like for Final Fantasy 16 alone, they could have oh a game about Jill in the lead up to the events of Final Fantasy 16. Like these things could be prequels, sequels, mythicals, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. There could be like a game about Benedicta and Koopka before you know the events of Final Fantasy 16 happen, because there are many time skips in that game where things need to be filled out. I wonder if any background character will ever get their own game. They deserve it. Well, judging by how many shows are coming out of this one show, I would not put it yeah. past them to ca- like do Background a whole character. entire <laughs> extra number one from episode three fifty. Y'all, he gets his own show. He said what? <laughs> kind of feels like the spot from Spider. Oh, <laughs> kind of feels yeah. like the spot. <laughs> yeah, he's just a. Monster I mean, that of the movie's week. out. His Villain movie's of the been week. Spider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, just something that came to my head because I I could not tell you how hard I laughed when I saw that this. Another character from mm-hmm. this ended series was getting their own mm-hmm. <laughs> show, um, and he's in like a completely different country. I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? Anyway, <laughs> we have more game related stuff to talk about. It, like, we yeah. at least we started the show with it. <laughs> it's game related. We did a little switcheroo from how we usually. <laughs> anyway, Robert, um, you have uh, recently started something that I played through Mm -hmm. a long time ago like i said over 100 episodes is the last time we had a discussion on Uh yakuza like a dragon yeah um if people have not caught on i don't like it's not that i don't like i just don't 
understand or see the point of playing the newest stuff, I will finish the stuff I'm currently on or even still play stuff from back in the day. Then I'll eventually get to stuff I'm... I, I only play to stuff I'm interested in. I only play that if I collect it, if I look at it it's, and I play it, it's because I was interested in it at some point. So Like a Dragon has always been on my radar. Because people have always talked very highly of the Yakuza series, now renamed Like a Dragon series. So I was always like, you know, people say, you know, Yakuza, you know, it was a, it was a key, uh, Kiwami, I think it was, was like a remake yeah. of the first Kiwami. one. Then. Then there was like six and seven and or not, seven is like a drug, but like there's like six and like five and stuff like that. But yeah, Yakuza Zero, like probably zero. the most popular one. Yeah, so people, it seemed like I felt like knowing that there was already other games. I never knew if I had to play the previous stuff to understand what's going on, which yeah. I probably don't. I don't really need to. Everything seems games are pretty much self-contained, you know. And I feel like right. it's a little less. I feel like it's accessible, but not in the way that Final Fantasy is. Like yeah. Final Fantasy, you literally do not have to play, or like they have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, Yakuza does follow a storyline where characters will show up again. When when Like a Dragon was announced, it looked like a sort of soft reboot. It's not a reboot, you know. It's not rearranging the whole universe. It's just sort of new character new face yeah. the world exists still the yeah. world of yakuza still exists except we are focusing on ichiban kasuga this time instead yeah. of kiryu ichiban always looked interesting to me he looked like a really interesting character i would like to get to like know because of just the way he looked uh i liked his i liked his suit and i liked his hair for some reason i really uh, like i like digged everything about it but knowing how he looks. I've seen how he looks in the beginning. I said at some point he will have to disappear for a long period of time because I know the game does take place when it released like pretty modern time. It was like twenty, what when when the game released twenty nineteen like, right twenty nineteen yeah so the like, game it's... came out in twenty twenty it, it was mm-hmm. like I forget about this sometimes but it was an Xbox timed exclusive for six months. Yeah. Um, but you know it, it's modern time. It, it, the game you know how stuff is made. Stuff is made years before it's released so they never know what current events are happening they just make it from whatever they made it but yeah uh i started like a dragon even though the previous games are sort of street brawlers beat-em-up games you know standard go around punch a guy with a combo square x you know do some like stuff, river city things. ransom but yeah. 3d grab a bicycle slam it over his head you know standard you know street brawl stuff this is an rpg and i'm not the biggest fan of rpgs but i've always said for me the rpgs i like is like bowser's inside story south park uh the stick of truth even like the second one there's another one that i really enjoyed oh what was it there it's not that i have a distaste for rpgs i just like rpgs that actually do something they, they you know they put their own twist on rpgs i don't like rpgs where you attack and then you just stand there for three whole rounds doing nothing and there's nothing you can do unlike going to these modern rpgs and maybe some other ones that innovated that where you're able to even block or dodge attacks from an enemy you don't have to stand still you can do stuff like that and i had a weird revelation later on after playing like a dragon i said i don't really like rpgs but my whole life i liked rpgs you want to know why i like Yu-Gi-Oh when i was like five Yu-Gi-Oh is an rpg you literally Turn take turns. Yes, you take turns with an attack or defense or boost up, and it's the next person's turn, and they do their turns and this and that attack, defense, whatever. Then it's your turn. So if RPGs have kind of been there already. I just never knew. It just never hit me. Like Yu-Gi-Oh is basically an RPG. Just, just as a sidebar here, a revelation about RPGs hit me the other day too. Okay. Like talk about revelation. This has nothing to do with Like a Dragon. It has to do with Final Fantasy. Um. The Final Fantasy games from, I believe, 4 and onward, maybe uh-huh. 3, through 10, they aren't exactly as turn-based as you'd think uh-huh. because enemies will continue to attack no matter what. It's more gauge-based. Mm-hmm. They call it active time battle, so it's not exactly turn-based like it is in a way, but I just found that to be like interesting to think about because I was thinking about turn-based the other day too, and I'm like, you know, Final Fantasy, after like the third game, isn't really traditionally turn-based as something like dragon quest which is like dragon quest and pokemon are the turn-basiest of all turn-based mm-hmm. um, whereas final fantasy is more like you're being pressured to act mm-hmm. as quickly as you can 
Um, but that was just an aside. Speaking of, you know, revelations. Yeah, <laughs> because even though I've I've been playing like a dragon, I've have taken a break just so I can finish God of War. Because at the moment I was doing God of War and like a dragon at the same time. But I said, let me. Yeah, those are big games. <laughs> focus on one, and God of War is pretty important in the sense of. I'm borrowing it from you, so it's like, I, at least if I finish it, I can return your copy back to you when when I'm finished with it. Oh, it's not so, I haven't played it since, like, December. I know, I know, I know you don't... You, here's the thing. I know you're not going to play it, but it's just like, I know if if you had one of my things, you know, I'm not going to play it, but you want to return it in the sense of it's his collection or it's part of his yes, whatever. Yes, yes. You would like to return it. It's kind of how I feel. It's like, it's part of his collection. It's, he needs it in his, you know, in his collection. I'm going to give it back. So, that's just the only reason why. But... Wanted to focus on one game, did that. We'll do an episode, spoilers and everything, on God of War a different day. But for Lack of Dragon, for the small, very time frame I played it for, it's probably, you know, still pretty early on in the game. But I'm not like, I did the first part and, and now I'm It has I'm a very dense sit. intro, setting up yeah. so many different plot lines as well as the economy of... Um... Yokohama, mm. I believe the game takes place in Yokohama. Yeah. So I don't want to be like, this is how I feel about the game. Game is going to have a different feel after I finish it. It's going to have a different viewpoint. You know, I'm not a good chunk into it. I'm still, I still think I'm very early on of what's to be, you know, kind of explored about Like a Dragon. But going off like the beginning of it, I like Ichiban. I like him as a character. He's funny. Yes, he's very likable. He's I like him. He's he's he he's a character that has a code of honor and he follows that code and to to a T. He will not break his code. He will not break his morals. He ha yes, if you may agree with his codes or not, like some people are like, I wouldn't be it's his code and I, I at least applaud him for sticking to his code. Because you know, there's a part of the game very early on where he does something else and he has to make up money and instead of getting it the way he was told to do it he doesn't know so at the end of the day he still made money for his business but it wasn't for the way they wanted it it was kind of what they but it's sort of like he knew he had to bring it so he but he didn't want to break his morals of what to do because he's like he's he's rough but he's very fair as a person he understands issues happen and things come up and that you know, if you do this, it, it will affect this, this in the future. So he's very, he's in my mind, he thinks not two steps ahead. He thinks beyond, he thinks 10 steps ahead. He's thinking, well, if I do this to this guy, he may not be able to do this later on when we need it, or he might be out of commission to fulfill it. And it'll just cause more issues. So he's definitely thinking two steps ahead, even though it may look like he's falling back and he's not doing what he's told. It seems like he's trying to balancing out where it's like i can still do this while maintaining the possibility of that to happen later on i feel like the way he sees the world like you know we've talked about this 100 episodes ago he sees the world as an rpg yes um, like a dragon quest but i feel like his characterization is that of the like you know i don't want to say generic but generic um like valiant knight hero that is yeah. going to follow his code and never like fight for his friends and he'll be a lovable goofball in downtime but when it's time to get serious kasuga gets serious what are we gonna say because you brought that up how like he sees the world as an rpg the one thing i really do like it's very corny and may you know maybe some people may not like it but i like it i like it when a game actually gives an explanation of like the in-game stuff so obviously yes, i love that <laughs> it's now an rpg and you're like how is everything rpg they explain it in the game in Dali. They say, like, why do you not attack or why do you do... He's like, because I like to think my life is a game. And he's like, I used to play a lot of those Dragon Quest games. And, you know, he's like, I like to think I'm a, the hero of, of a game. And, not, you know, I'm leveling up or it's a, you know, it's a turn-based combat. So he's, like, imagining that's how the real life is going. You're kind of thinking, like, okay, at least the game explains why things may change or, or an enemy type changes to this enemy type or, or why they're playing it in such a turn-based combat way. I don't know if you've got to it, but they even have a like a Pokedex themed thing for yes. enemies. Yes, I got to that part. We'll we'll get to that. Okay. But I did get to that part. But uh, we'll start off early on. Uh, it's the year two thousand, I believe. It's 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 either ninety nine or two thousand. I believe it's turning into the two thousand. Yes, I think it's the end of the 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 millennium. It's the yeah the end of millennium, beginning of a new one. So Ichiban is part of a family, 
and it's the, the the way the game starts off. It tells about the sort of origin of of that family's father, and you know what I mean. Is that it tells the kind of origin of him, his yeah. little backstory, and then it goes into whatever his family is. Ichiban is part of his family. We don't really get an explanation, you know, why he's part of it, but he's just part of it, and he's a very loyal member of that family, even though a higher up doesn't really think of him that way. But you know, he he even says that you know. Uh, Ichiban, I think of you as you know, as a son because you know, the father he does have an the father actually does have an actual son, and he's Ichiban is his caretaker and friend. You know, they're they're very close, and he's his caretaker. But he understands that the actual son doesn't want to be looked as any different from anyone else because um, his his the the father's actual son is is a handicapped person. Uh, something happened in his past that that led him to that, but he doesn't really look as anything less, you know, than as part as part of that family. He's like he's just as human as anyone else. But Ichiban shows that respect of him. Like he wants to help, but he understands to know when to let him, you know, let the son do whatever he wants in the sense of if he feels like he needs to do it, he'll do it. So it's you know two thousand. Ichiban's doing his escort mission, helping out the and the boss's son, stuff like that. And then, like I said, I know he changes, and not in the sense of his hair, in the sense of I know he's much older in the actual main part of the game. It's yes. years later. So, in my mind, going into it, I knew he had to eventually sort of go somewhere, which he does. We will avoid spoilers, I guess, so far, but we'll get to that. Yeah. But something happens, he has to sort of go away for a while. He comes out and everything pretty much changes around him. Nothing is the same. You know, a lot of time can happen in, I believe it's what, 18 years he disappears? Yeah. A lot of things can happen in that time. It's 18 years. It's, you know, a whole another person can be... Actually, yeah, it's like if it's the year... Yeah, a whole another person can be out, like, in the sense of living. Like, they could have been a baby 18 years Not later. Not to mention, they're, we they're do have a location person. change as well. Mm-hmm. Because we are given the typical Yakuza game setting in the beginning of the game, but then, you know, not too long later, we're in a completely new city. Feels like mm-hmm. it's a fish-out-of-water story, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Um, Ichiban is a interesting character. He meets a... a we'll, we'll get to the later part of that story. We'll introduce two other characters. I'll, we'll talk about the RPG mechanic. It's not bad. I, I will say it's not a bad RPG. It's not. It's not very like draggy it's not slow it's also not very fast paced and confusing to understand it's a simple attack super attacks and certain things you can do to uh you know uh give your attacks an extra boost of you know damage and and defense and characters have certain abilities they can use and you unlock later out throughout the game but it's pretty much a fair game where if an enemy attacks you, like I said, Ichiban won't just stand there and take the damage. You're able to parry or dodge the attack to where you'll take no damage or take less damage if you're able to uh, block or, or parry at the right time. Yeah, since playing it, I've likened it to the Mario & Luigi series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very similar to that in its, you know, block mechanics and, like, do extra damage mechanics. You know, like, in Mario & Luigi, you'd, like, press A at the right moment and Mario would jump would do two damage instead of one. Um I did find that with this game in particular, and a lot of RPGs... So the, the thing about Yakuza Like a Dragon is there's no difficulty selection. It's, it's pretty much one standard difficulty through the whole uh-huh. game. So in a lot of RPGs, you have a choice. And for turn-based games that I know have the you know capacity to get difficult, like Shin Megami Tensei, I would go on and choose like an easier difficulty. And I, there's the there's this mindset i have where i want to conserve like my skill points for tougher enemies um but in mm-hmm. yakuza like a dragon i found that i was using and replenishing the skill points more often more often i was um mm-hmm. targeting those weaknesses or using those aoe moves for example um one of the classes that you can um equip uh ichiban with or anybody actually will have a move that is a really useful aoe type move where mm-hmm. you pressing the button while it's doing this move will attack you know multiple enemies at once it's a good way of you know clearing out mobs and not just focusing on one enemy so i did find myself i, I did enjoy but had to get used to how like a dragon um really kind of 
makes the player feel like they need to engage with skill-based attacks rather than just hitting the straight-up attack button like you can in other games. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it has that Mario and Luigi um, gameplay style, and I, like I said I enjoy the Mario and Luigi franchise. I actually do like the uh, the series. I like Bowser's Story is one of my favorite uh, games, and it's an RPG. And it still's got that Yakuza thing of, like, you can interact with objects in the environment. Yeah. And, like, you could still kick a bicycle at somebody and it will do extra damage. Oh, yeah. And, like, enemies... Well, it's funny how, like, enemy groups will just walk around and have, like, a radar to where they can see you and not see you. So you can, you know, if you don't want to fight a certain group of enemies because you're like, oh, I don't want to really fight to them, I gotta get past them. You can just probably find a way to walk past them and not get detected. But it's 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 not a, a overly too much like bearing rpg mechanic it's simple but also not boringly simple it has enough you know uh movement and spice fresh to and it. at times yeah. unpredictable yeah it, it maybe but i think most rpgs could either be just like so overbearing where it's just like it's so much yeah. stuff to figure out and just like too much to know and it's too much like of a when time there's investment. A, when there's an overwhelming amount of menus is mm-hmm. when I start to like some RPGs that I've played. Like how this is turning into a RPG overall. <laughs> talk. There are some RPGs that start out by just overwhelming the player with menus. So I tend to stay away from those. Like thankfully, mm-hmm. Shin Megami Tensei is not one of those games that just starts pouring out menus and complicated mechanics um, at the player from the start. Like I know Resonance of Fate is like really, really hard to figure out. Um, mm-hmm. even action games with RPG elements sometimes will do this. Um, I don't remember, know if you remember the bullet crafting system in God Eater. Very, yes, I like, remember hard that. to I parse. Like, I, I don't know barely... if we figured it out. I know we figured out how to make a good one by looking at a thing, <laughs> but I never I... figured out how to do it on my own. I think, I think we eventually did figure it out, but it was one of those things where I think we rarely used bullets. Yeah. It yeah, just it seemed was like the damage. worst choice compared to the melee weapons that we had. Yeah. We played God Eater long before we started the podcast. Even. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like a Dragon RPG mechanics, they're, they're, they're fine. They're fair. Uh, I, I think they're they're fair and fine. They add enough to it to where it's not boring, but it's also not overly bearing and too much to invest in. Um, back to the story. So now we're 18 years. Uh, Ichiban comes back. Give or take. Me- yeah, I think it's fifteen years, and then the and then it's another three years was added on. Um, mm-hmm. So he didn't he he was back for another you know he he didn't come back for another three years on top of the fifteen. So it's eighteen years later. Yeah, it has because it comes twenty nineteen. You know, it's twenty two thousand. So it was roughly around that time period. Um, a lot has changed, and what I mean is even right when he comes back. He's expecting a certain thing, and it doesn't happen. And then he meets a, a new character that's part of our party. Uh, we meet uh, Adachi. I don't remember full names. I'm, I'm pretty, like, I only remember, like, kind of Ichiban. Just, like I said, just Ichiban. But we meet Adachi, who seems like a retired DMV detective. Because he works at the DMV, and he's, like, I think a couple months away from retiring from being part of the Japanese uh, police department. Um, and so it seems he knows a lot about Ichiban, a lot about his life, where he grew up, where he's from, and just sort of even knows more than what Ichiban thinks he knows because he wasn't gone for 18 years compared to Ichiban. He pretty much knows what's been going on for that long. And he tells Ichiban certain things and Ichiban doesn't believe it. So he's just like, you know, I think you're lying. I think you're just full of it. And so he wants to go see things for himself and he eventually sees it but he doesn't want to believe it's true he thinks like nope this is not what it is um everything's all you know just is not what it is and if i if i talk to you know my boss i'll talk to my father he, he'll he'll metaphorically his father he he'll he'll straighten things out and everything will be you know, he'll make sense of it like none, none of this makes sense he'll make sense of everything but at that point, they 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 team up, and you know they won't be able to team up, and they'll they'll crack this. So Ichiban doesn't want to be considered as a detective. He's just kind of like, eh, you know. Um, I guess we can also say that Ichiban was sort of kind of outed of of his social group. You know, he was he was kind of outed as an outsider. He's not allowed to be back in, but sort of maybe promised to allow back in. But they, you know, things a lot of things happened, like I said, between eighteen years. So it's a lot of like like a woven web of mm-hmm. drama 
like in any he has to untang- game, yeah. or like a dragon there is a lot to untangle right from the start because there's usually like a two hour expository cutscene yeah. thing at the beginning of all of them basically it's like if they threw you an entire puzzle right when you like here's a puzzle piece it together figure it out it's a spider web untangle it unwove it figure it out make it a seamless straight time so uh, that's what Ichiban's trying to figure out. He's trying to figure out what's happened in the past 18 years and even what's gonna what's going on currently and sort of the future what's going to happen. So at one point Ichiban and Adachi eventually have a plan to go, you know, meet Ichiban's uh, boss his father. So they have this whole mission. Ichiban eventually, you know, like I said we'll we'll, we'll get to spoilers in a different episode once I finish it and we'll, we'll talk about it, but kind of skim you know you know spark notes of it it's uh he eventually does meet him but it doesn't go as what ichiban expects it to go as it goes very south very quick and ichiban eventually is sort of kind of missing and is left in a completely new area that's where the whole the, it, it starts in a different area we're in not the same opening area it's not where you think it's gonna take place in it's in a completely different area and we meet a new character a new guy named namba he's um i guess yeah he, he is sort of uh at the moment unemployed and uh kind yeah, of it's just, kind of like he's, an encampment yeah he's basically because it is sort of he does kind of have a home and a place to stay but it's obviously not the ideal thing to do but he's not a bum he he works hard for what he still does but he's just currently unemployed and in rough times so now and he helps ichiban in a major way like i said we'll, we'll get to spoilers there but he helps him in, in a major way where ichiban will not be where he's at without him so they kind of become you know buddies because ichiban is now at the very low low point of anyone's life they can be at it's very low for anyone there and even like namba and ichiban kind of get to discussing of you know what's going on and turns out there was this whole thing where everyone kept telling like ichiban was like what's your name he was like uh it's ichiban and if people were just like oh that has to be such a fake name what's your real name he's like nope that's my real name yeah, and i never ichiban realized means like great one yeah like number <laughs> like, like he one. said like great one number one or something like that so and you know, in that context, it's something like the Great One. So everyone just being like, "Oh, that has to be such a fake name." It was like, "No, that's just that's just my name." Almost feels akin to Final Fantasy One's protagonist being called the Warrior of Light. <laughs> the Warrior, <laughs> the Warrior of Light. Yeah, it. That's what I'm saying. It has a lot of RPG, you know, callbacks and jokes here and there. And uh, Namba and Ichiban, they become you know pretty chummy. They become friends, and they get into some 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 missions you know for around for work and you know for other things so that's where i remember leaving off as uh they eventually get a place to stay because you know ichiban doesn't really have anywhere else to stay either so eventually they both find a place to 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 stay and a lot of things have happened like i'm trying to avoid a lot of spoilers because people will still play this game from years to come they'll they don't want to know what happens yeah it's it's a game that's definitely worth playing for the story yeah, even though it's still, I would say it's still pretty, you know, early game stuff, I still don't want to spoil it for anyone because I went in not yeah. knowing anything about the story, so I've been very invested in it. The uh, um, being- characters in this game I've always found to be some of the most, like, intriguing, and it's probably, like, this is the Yakuza game that, like, I know the original one was dubbed early on, um, but this is the one, this one feels very lovingly dubbed and like acted mm-hmm. by the english voice cast to where i feel like you can connect with the characters there are persona like social link events that happen later on in the game where you can go have like an uh, optional conversation that are always very worthwhile because this game does want you to care about these characters like a dragon how do i how i like i said it's still very early on i don't want to give a final review on anything uh, this is not a final review of how I feel about it, but so far, how no, I... you haven't even hurt, hit the first yeah. difficulty spike. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm still very early on in the game, but as the story is unfolding, I'm very interested. I will want to get, you know, I'm gonna get in, back into it and, and, you know, finish it. Um, a lot of long cutscenes, not overly long, like 40, 45 minutes, like Metal Gear Solid 4, yeah. like... That's every Yacht like, game. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll start to, you know they'll start to diminish in length at least like there'll yeah. still be a lot of cutscenes, but it's not going to be that long yeah but no as like i said rpg stuff is very very 
easy to get into. It's not boringly simple, but it's not overly complicated. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I've enjoyed it so far. I like the character, I like the main character, I like the side characters, I like the some funny stuffs about it. I like how there's a Pokemon, like a, a Poke Pokedex sort of yeah, thing in there. Yeah. So it, it has funny moments and very serious moments, and that's maybe kind of how why I really like it. It does have its very serious moments, but it also has a lot of fun elements to bring. Like I said, yeah, there's still it, a it lot keeps for the me. Yakuza spirit of um, let's have a really serious soap opera story, but have all the side content be like hilarious. So far, like I said, I, I'm enjoying it. I'll probably get back into it. It's definitely one of those on my list if I've been trying to play it for a while now. I'll get to it. It's just, you know, wrapped up God Award, so I'm, I'll come back to this. But like I said, I've been enjoying it so far. Uh, besides that, that's pretty much all I have to say so far about uh, Like a Dragon. Oh, yeah. Why it's called Like a Dragon? Ichiban has a back tattoo. He couldn't get a dragon, so he got kind of a koi fish with a dragon head. And that's why I thought the Like a Dragon name was really cool and funny. It's my head canon it. that that's yeah. why it's called Like a Dragon. <laughs> it's his tattoo is Like a Dragon. So I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like... It, it's it's so fun to talk about that game. It's so fun to just talk about the the wackiness of it all. Um, it's it's got like it, it reminds me a lot of like Deadly Premonition too. How it's funny to talk about that one just because of how wacky it is. Except like Yakuza Like a Dragon is actually like an amazingly produced game, whereas mm-hmm. Deadly Premonition Two kind of feels like it's trying to be the joke, mm-hmm. but it's also like still funny. Um, but yeah, it'll it's interesting to revisit that one. You know, over two years after I finished it, so. Um, interested and excited to talk ah, about it's been it that some long. more. Two years. Yeah. Wow. Oh man! Um, before we wrap up, we do have Pokemon Drip Black and White. We do. We are looking at the electric type gym leader, the Drip Master General herself, Alesa. Um, now, Alesa is mm. an interesting case because when we do, once we've gone through all the gym leaders, we'll be doing like alternate versions as well as elite four members alesa is one of the few characters maybe even the only character that we will be coming back to for a redesign um because her design is different in black and white too but we're only doing black and white for now um alesa is the electric type gym leader she has this yellow like shirt with like black and white stripes she's got her headphones she's got her yellow heels on this is one of the like not to say of her redesign, which is actually better. This is still uh-huh. one of the highest level designs in the entirety of Pokemon. I mean, I don't know how I feel about the wires on the headphones. Maybe because we've gone wireless uh, in the future. And you know when this game was posted in the future, we'll, we would go wireless. But, um, you know, that's just the wires of a headphones. I can't complain about that being part. I mean, it is sort of part of her design, but not really. It's just headphones. So if it were to remove the headphones... And have just you know the outfit, the colors, the hair, a lot of it. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, yeah, it almost uh, reminds me of like a bee, even though she's electric type. Like she feels like an electric bug type almost. The true the way like it looks. It's like we don't get this kind of like super style from a lot of these. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like, I feel like she's a model. I feel like that was the whole like deal with her. But like this feels not as modely as some of the ones that we've seen before this feels more like i could see this i could see elisa walking around with this drip on because i feel like this is definitely drip this time around yeah uh like i said i like i like the dress i like the shoes i like the uh i guess it would be um black leggings that go with the whole outfit you know it has the black and white colors going with it yellow is one of my favorite colors i really like the color yellow yeah Uh, it really pops here yeah it, it all comes together. Black is a really great color to match with pretty much anything. I think there's not a lot of colors that black cannot go with. So, like I said, the design of the dress, the designs of how the patterns are, everything, the high heels. I, I, just, I like it. I would, I think I would give it, like, I, I you know, I wasn't going to give it three and a half. I'll give it a four. I'm going to give it a four and a half Badoofs out of five only because the redesign is actually better. It's mm-hmm. more well known, I think, um, mm-hmm. but we won't get to it for a bit. But like, it, it's probably my favorite gym leader design um, mm-hmm. ever. But um, as as far as this first appearance of Alesa in black and white one goes, um, you give it a four. I give it a four point five on the Badoof scale. All right. So uh, 
just a couple little things to touch on here for the upcoming weeks. We've got a look at a few games. Um, Diablo 4 is something that we'll be discussing and mm-hmm. how it's okay, but like a lot of things are stopping it from being great. Just a little rundown here of some things from the quote-unquote list. Um, Remedium Sentinels is a really surprising thing I tried out. I might talk about that one next week as well as World mm-hmm. War Z. Um on top of another couple of things. We are also going to talk about some recent news stories that might have their own segments. I can see two or three of ours having <laughs> segments. Mm-hmm. Um, just just as a preview, uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 got announced. So I think next episode oh, we're going to okay. delve back into the fray <laughs> of that. <laughs> All um, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, as well as some DLC announcements, some surprising crossovers uh, in the Final Fantasy XIV community that you may have heard of by the time this episode goes up. Um, it'll be something to talk about when we return to um, a game that both of us play um, fairly soon here. But for right now, Robert, would you say we've done an episode? Yep, uh, that should pretty much wrap it up. All right. As always, we want to thank you guys so much for listening, and you can follow us on Twitter. Can I still call it Twitter? Oh, I forgot. Uh, I guess it's still it's it's like I, I hate this. I hate it. X? I hate I don't it know. so much. X. You can follow us on X. Twitter. Twitter. I guess Twitter X. You can just say it like kind of like you know Twitter, <laughs> Twitter X. X. Yeah, like it's 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 the same thing. Ugh, Final Fantasy X. <laughs> X. Oh, I guess you can follow. I hate it. It's 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 ruined oh, yeah, by phone taunts. You can follow us on X, Twitter X at Markers on the Map. <laughs> you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, which is the most important thing. Um, leave a five star rating and review. Uh, subscribe. Download an episode. Uh, we are also on Spotify and Google Podcasts if that is your preferred place to listen. Um, but. F- uh, we we do like to end every episode with a world famous video game quote. There's no short supply of those, um, and this week's quote is, "You know, Ellie, we really are the Rayman Origins, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Later.